0: previously on Masks and Mayhem. So, after that after that adventure in space, uh, Ruby had a small adventure of her own, where she was almost mugged after her and her roommate Bethany were coming home from a bar one night. And he walks you on over to a display case. Inside of it, there is a... almost looks like like a rubbery kind of material, but there's a purple suit with a teal lightning bolt going through it <sighs> oh yeah i've uh i've been working on this for a little while now i am you know it's still prototyping but i wanted to get uh, your feedback on it, what you think i know you wear a, i know you wear a lot of purple so like i wanted it to be a style
1: i love it
2: the media has grown to put me on screen all the time now i might be noticed
0: so, what have you, what have, what have you specifically been tasking Ruth with looking for?
2: No, i basically like I basically since she is a like a temp worker wherever she goes, I use her as like the person who like gets in and then she can kind of sneak me into places. So she's just kind of my in, and then whenever like I'm doing my thing, if she so happens to like overhear some things as she's working, then she reports back to me.
0: No worries, I was in the neighborhood and I just thought I'd stop in and say hi, see how the editing's going. It's
3: going well. Uh, Beth and I have been working on it a lot.
0: So, it's been a while since we've played. We're all feeling pretty good about this, right? Everyone yes. feels like they remember what's going on, and they're general characters, and everyone has their character sheets up.
2: Oh, no. Yes. No? Oh, wait. No, no, no. Sorry. I accidentally just started sharing my screen, and I don't know how to make it stop.
0: <laughs> uh, so, we're starting out, and in some of the last two games, we had our upgrade game, where everyone, it was like... Mid December, and everyone was kind of meeting up with people and training and getting to know stuff better. And then we had our fun New Year's game that everyone (laughs) really enjoyed and didn't lose their shit on.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Look, you really didn't warn us of what was going to happen.
2: You know, I blame absolutely everything on you. Yeah, you know what? I'll take that blame. Well, now it is
0: mid January in Riverside City, it's still snowy out. You're all gathered at Jack's Pub, which is right across from Ruby's apartment.
2: Hey. is ruby with us yes uh it is it is the third uh, of- i mean i my mind made ruby into ruth and i got really excited <laughs> i was like is ruth with us well i don't know did did, uh, did you invite ruth with you i always invite ruth did everyone else accept ruth's
0: invitation
3: <laughs> yeah yeah
0: all right so it's the four of you <laughs> myra ruby yardak and ruth day all hanging out at jack's pub which is you know right across from again ruby's apartment what made you decide to get together in mid-january
3: We're friends. Yeah, we're friends. I assume I was already at the pub, because it's across the street from my apartment, and I invited them all to come out. That sounds legit. I don't know where she is, but I would assume that I would also been like, hey, Bethany, I'm going to this pub that's, like, right where we live, and not just, like, (laughs) not include her, so...
0: Yeah, you invited Bethany, but she decided that she just kind of wanted to stay in for the night. She's been just kind of slogging away at, at the editing. The two of you have been, mm-hmm. but she just decided that, you know, she d- she's decided to take the night off and not, and not do much more editing, but she just wanted to stay in.
2: When Ruby called me, Ruth and I were hanging out talking about what's going on with Tristan Wagner and everything and see what we can parse out from that. And so we decided why not meet up with the gang and go to the pub and get a drink or two. All right. And Myra, what were your thoughts on the matter? What were you up to before this?
1: Okay, so after, like, a full day of training, I probably went home to relax when I got the call from Ruby.
0: Oh, okay, and even after training, you decided you wanted to come out?
1: Yeah, I miss my friends.
0: All right, you uh, you arrive at the pub. Yardak, since you and Ruth Day were together, how did you get there?
2: Uh, Ruth has a Jeep Wagoneer.
0: <laughs> Is a Jeep Wagoneer a real car? That doesn't sound like a real car.
1: Just like the Tesla XS Max.
2: No, a Jeep Wagoneer is just this fantastic piece of machinery, and it has, like, the faux wood paneling on the outside. It's, like, almost a station wagon, but it's not.
3: Is this a car that's currently made? Because it doesn't sound
2: like it. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they stopped production on these a while ago, I think. Ruth Day works, like, four jobs. There's no way she has a currently in production car.
3: (laughs) To be fair, you could have, like, Suburbans are still being made, but I was just, like, but you can also have Suburbans that are 20 years
0: old. All right, so you and you took a ride in uh, Ruth's Jeep
2: Wagoneer. Hell yeah.
1: I know you're not going to ask Myra how she got there.
2: <laughs> My- Myra, how'd you get there? Took a cab.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, actually, worthwhile question. Myra, Do you have you been traveling with your, your new suit? Is that commonplace for you now? I
1: mean, it would be good for me to learn with the suit, but also, wouldn't that make it people would see
3: me <laughs> is there a like a, does she have like a way to store it like while she's not wearing it
0: uh other than like folding it and putting it in a backpack no it's not like it's not like it's not like it's not like it doesn't go into fits a, in a ring, a ring. <laughs> yeah
3: <laughs> well we know we're not doing the ring thing because that's a little ridiculous but maybe we could turn it into a necklace
0: well you know what? you can talk to frank about that sometime but i was just asking you know if it was something you are currently if you're making it routine to bring with you home
1: Let's say, yeah, Myra totally runs around in the suit most of the time because it makes it easier. It makes running easier. There's no friction and it's plus it looks really cool and it's fun to just be existing in it. So.
3: But do you like have it hidden under clothes so that people don't recognize you?
1: Well, when Myra's running, she like, I don't think people will notice, but like when she stops running, then she like immediately packs it up.
0: Okay. All right. So like when you get to the pub, you don't have it on. then? Yeah, no. What do you like stop in an alley or something behind it? <laughs>
1: and and I become like a blur and I like
0: switch. So you get to the bar and you walk in and it's like not the nicest bar. You know, it's it's a little dingy. Like one or two of the light bulbs are out, but perfect. You know, the staff the staff's pretty nice. Prices are pretty cheap. So yeah, you know, like I said, it's it's a little bit of a dive, but but the atmosphere is pretty friendly. My kind of place.
3: I assume I'm there first because I called everyone.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, you're hanging out and uh I'll say you're there's the bartender you see pretty often. Um do you feel like Ruby's the kind of person who's on like a first name basis with the bartender or
3: Sure, the one the, the from the bar across the street probably. All right. Well, uh I'm scared to ask for his name though.
0: <laughs> Why is that?
3: Because apparently I have a death curse. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Again, you've been there enough times. He's introduced himself and in, without dying. <laughs> his, uh, his name is Austin Yates. And he's been bartending there pretty much ever since you moved into the area. Okay. I, I, I like to believe you've built a little bit of a rapport. In fact, back in your first adventure before we started recording these episodes, this was the same bartender that was there that threw those guys out.
3: Oh, I like him. He's, he's looking out for me.
0: Austin's a pretty pretty chill guy. He's, uh you know, he's taller, like got like a not shaved but like a buzzed haircut okay he definitely looks like he can hold his own i will
3: because i think this is what i ordered the other time ruby was in a bar Uh, ruby will get a whiskey sour
0: yeah actually when you walk in the door he uh he he nods as he's polishing a glass and says yeah ruby want the regular
3: sounds great austin
0: you know he grabs a couple of the glasses and since since the bar's running pretty slow tonight he's being a little flashy he's doing like the tom cruise cocktail thing and like flipping glasses And so, yeah, he makes you your whiskey sour and uh, slides it on over to you.
3: Thanks. Keep them coming.
0: Will do. Drink it alone tonight.
3: Uh, No, it's me and a couple of friends here.
0: Ah, cool. Uh, And it's just, uh, I'll say, Ruby, right now you're the only one in the bar, except for uh, there's like two older gents in the background, kind of just, they're talking a little loudly, like laughing a lot, but not like getting rambunctious or anything like that. Okay. So I guess, Myra, it wouldn't take you too long, I think, to get from home down to Ruby's side of town?
1: No, I don't think so. It usually doesn't take Myra too long to do... much.
0: Yeah, just about the time after, uh, after Ruby gets her whiskey sour, uh, you arrive at the place. Presumably after storing your costume. Right.
3: Myra just wants a glass of water. I'll say, like, hey, Myra, I'm over here. and So she knows whatever table I'm sitting at.
1: Hey, friend!
0: yeah Ruby whereabouts uh, at the uh at the place where you're sitting like when you walk in there's like a whole bunch of like tables and stuff to the left uh including like the guys who are the two guys are being a little a little loud they're kind of sitting in like the center of all the tables and then there's a rather long bar along the right side of the building uh with chairs lining it um on the whole the whole side of it
3: okay I'm probably at one of the tables that's somewhat near to the door that way people will be able to see me
0: okay so like the front entrance you're nearby yeah Okay. So you flag Myra down and bring her on over. Mm hmm And uh how long has it been do you guys say since uh, you last saw each other?
1: When did what when did you say this was happening?
0: This is like mid January, so like two weeks after after the New Year's incident.
3: I mean okay, do we assume we see each other like between Probably like high and by, but not like hanging out.
1: Maybe this is like our first real hangout in two weeks. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean I was gonna say, like, you know, Myra, you're training full-time to be a union agent and uh and ruby's working on our film
3: we've probably been texting but not hanging out that much yes
0: so wait has have you ever invited the others out to to jack's pub before
3: um i've i've probably invited them before but i don't know that they've come before
0: myra have you come to come to this pub with with ruby before
3: i have never been to this pub before i'm gonna say uh hey myra this is austin he uh He's a really good bartender, and he probably could, if you don't want anything alcoholic, he's actually pretty good at the mocktails, too.
1: Okay, I'll try one.
3: Sure, why not?
2: Alright, uh, yeah, I'll mix something up for you. Coming right up. Let to get a virgin lemon drop, and it's just some lemon juice. <laughs> <laughs> Yardak, so, like,
0: since you were hanging out with Ruth, were, were you hanging out, like, back at your place, or at her place, or somewhere, somewhere else? At Ruth's apartment on the west side of the city. Alright, so it takes you a little while to get to the north side, so you're probably- uh, Because Ruby lives on the north end of town, so it'll take you a little while to get there still.
2: Yeah, I'll be- I'm gonna send a text to Ruby saying I'm gonna be there in about five minutes or so.
0: Okay.
3: I send back, like, a thumbs-up emoji.
2: I send back a fish. Which is surprising, given that you have, like, a flip phone of some kind.
3: (laughs) Oh, yeah, I probably send him a thumbs-up emoji and it comes back as, like, a question mark.
2: Yeah. I forgot about my Nokia. Yeah, you'll have
0: to upgrade to like some kind of waterproof smartphone. <laughs> you got your drink. Austin, a couple moments later, brings something out to you. It's like an orangeish yellow color, Myra. Uh, and he hands it to you and he says, tell me what you think.
3: What was it called?
0: It's a special mix I put together. In fact,
3: uh... Am I making you like Google like mocktails now? <laughs> to figure out what to do.
0: I decided to roll for it to decide how much you like it. Oh, okay. you really enjoy it. It's uh it's got like a lemony zesty flavor, but it's not too overpowering, but it's and it's non-alcoholic.
1: Interesting because the color worried me because I don't usually like drinks that are like red.
3: This one's good. I mean, there are a couple different flavors that can make drinks red.
0: Ruby. Suddenly you hear the two guys kind of like talking behind you. Again? mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Roll for perception.
3: Okay.
0: Do 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 do. Let's
3: see perception. Okay, apparently I don't have anything in perception, so I just rolled a fourteen.
0: You you hear these two like older gentlemen, like we're talking like fifties to sixties. Yeah, they're kind of talking loudly back and forth, and the one just says, "I'm telling you, Hornets the real deal. I I don't care that the press is like not talking about it, but like." He definitely tangoed with those with those Irish mobsters the other night, and his other friend goes, "No, man, that's just like an—he's just like an urban legend. All the heroes running around. There's no way something like that stays in wraps." Do I know what Hornet is? Uh, make a make an intelligence roll,
3: and that twenty.
0: Okay, and Myra, um, make an intelligence roll as well. <sighs>
1: Where is it? I got ten.
0: Myra's definitely, like, heard the name, but, like, doesn't really know anything about it. Ruby, you're more familiar. Uh, Hornet's kind of, like, a—not an urban legend, but, like, kind of, like, a neighborhood legend. Just about, like, someone who's been going and fighting, like, low-level crime. But, like, there's never been any, like, official reports about him. Okay. There's rumors that, like, he can fly— And, like, punch through walls and stuff. But, again, like, this is all kind of uncorroborated.
3: Okay. So I will, and I haven't heard any specific stories like these people seem to have, right? Seem to.
0: Uh, nothing like, like, this one guy's convinced that it clearly happened, like, the other night. You've never heard anything like that. You've just heard, like, you've just heard, like, oh, yeah, he's definitely, like, like, beat up muggers and stuff. But, like, again, nothing, nothing, like, specific on a day.
3: I will... And is this, like, a newer thing that's happened? Or, like, has it, like, been years of people have thought this was a thing?
0: How how long have you lived in Riverside again?
3: Um... I don't know how long I've lived in the apartment, but I went to film school there, so a couple years.
0: Okay. I was gonna say, so yeah, I guess that's the real question. How long has, uh, has Ruby lived in her apartment, her current apartment, or in this neighborhood?
3: I'm assuming, like, about a year.
0: Okay. Definitely ever since you moved in, um... Like, you've never really talked to many people about it. You've only kind of heard other people talking.
3: Yeah. Okay, I would like, I guess, to maybe keep listening to see if they say anything else.
0: Do you say anything to Myra?
3: I will look, and I'll be, I be I, you know, I'm going to ask her, like, have you heard about this guy?
1: Um, it sounds vaguely familiar, but I don't think, I, I don't know anything about him or her.
3: I think... It's supposed to be some, like, hero that, like, stalks low-level crimes around here, but no one's really had any proof of their existence, so I don't know
0: what to Hmm. think about it.
1: I guess let's just keep listening and see if they give us some clues. Yeah.
0: And the, the one guy gets kind of in a hushed tone. My brother Jack thinks he's immortal. This sounds like fake news. And his friend just kind of slaps him on the arm and says... What kind of immortal hangs out on the north end, fighting frickin' muggers? Are you kidding me? And the one who said that he is immortal goes, but we should we should probably keep quiet. We don't want to be messing with the mob. Not around. Not around here.
3: Apparently, apparently, uh, I've just learned that Ruby lives somewhere where the mob's involved. So that's fun.
2: <laughs> Learning things about my neighborhood today.
3: I'm assuming Ruby already had that knowledge. Rachel
0: just didn't. It's not, like, a big thing, but, like, there's definitely worries about, like, mob activity, you know, kind of like with any organized crime in any big city.
3: I guess I will say to Myra, interesting, although I don't know that they have any proof either that this dude is real.
1: I don't know how credible these people are.
3: (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) And it's around this time that Yardak strolls in. Sup,
2: G's? No, I'm kidding. That's not what he says.
1: Finger guns. <laughs> pew, pew, pew.
2: <laughs> now, uh, Ruth and I stroll over to where Myra and Ruby are sitting, and I pull up a stool. Hey, guys. Hey. And uh, Austin rolls back over to the table. Hey, everybody, what What are you having? I will have... What would Yardak drink?
0: What
3: alcohol do they have in the ocean?
2: Yardak's a sophisticated chap. I'll have a dry martini, please. Coming right up? Ruth Day just says, "A water, please,
3: and I'm going to say to Ruth, I was like, "Oh, you don't have to, but they they know me around here if If you want to drink something later, you can throw it on my tab. Oh, thanks, Ruby. No problem. I just assumed that she worked for a jobs, she might not be able to afford alcohol,
0: so Austin kind of just uh, strolls back over, goes around the bar, starts mixing his drinks. Uh, and brings over a nice dry martini, and uh, he actually brings an entire pitcher
2: of water and a couple glasses. Thanks, Austin. And then I grab my martini and raise it to him and give him a nod. And he nods back, he said, I hope you'll like it. And he goes back and starts
0: cleaning down the, the bar.
3: Okay, James Bond. Very sophisticated drink there.
0: <laughs> does Yarnak know who James Bond is?
2: Make an intelligence check. Okay. Oh, no, he does not. That's a nine, so I'm gonna say... I think he understands that you're making a reference, but he doesn't get it. He
3: understands you're making... I'm making a reference because it's Ruby, and of course she's making a reference.
2: This
0: is also fair. Ruby, make a filmmaking check.
3: Okay. Do-do-do. Whatever you have, I probably can get because a 16 plus I have an 11 in it.
0: Oh, yeah. So, like, you had a couple setbacks recently, like, uh, after an entire day... Uh, you both, you and and Bethany both lost power. Like the whole apartment lost power, and you it had, hadn't been saving, so you lost like an entire day of editing. Yeah. Uh, but you've been making some good progress. You're probably like maybe a week or two out from being done. You think?
3: i was gonna tell everyone. I was like, I think uh, we're almost done with the movie, despite some uh, terrible setbacks. I just imagine losing a day's worth of editing. Like that would be awful.
0: Yeah, I I want you to feel that.
3: You know, hopefully we can you know, submit it to some festivals, show it around a little bit. If we end up having any kind of premiere or anything for the movie, of course, you are all invited. You too, Ruth. Sweet.
0: And Ruth kind of perks up and she goes, oh, cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll try to get off work.
3: I have no idea when it will be yet. Yeah, still have to finish the thing. Do I have Ruth Day's number?
0: Well, we know that Yardak does. Have you guys ever all hung out again together? No, they think this is the first time.
3: I'm gonna say, "Hey, I can I get your number, Ruth? That way I can we can keep in touch."
0: And she hands you her phone and says, "Yeah, sure."
3: Does she have a flip phone or does she actually have a smartphone?
0: No, no, no. She has like a like an iPhone 10. Ruth has a better phone than I do.
2: Why do you think she needs four jobs?
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah and I just, I put my number in Ruth's phone. Sweet, yeah. Um, I'll I'll definitely try to get off work. You know, I've just been busy between the jobs and
2: helping Yardak with his thing and. Yeah, so what have you guys been up to? Because I know Ruth and I have been busy with the whole Tristan Wagner ordeal, so what's going on with you guys?
3: Editing. So much
1: editing. Same, but training.
2: And they say the superhero life is an exciting one.
0: So it's like 10 p.m. A couple more people have straggled into the bar. The two guys who were hanging out, you know, start paying their tab and go to leave. Everyone make a perception check.
2: Oh, wow, that's terrible.
3: I apparently don't perceive very well anymore. Got a ten. I got a six. I got
0: a twenty-eight. Oh wow. Well then, Myra, you very distinctly hear one of the guys say, "If a uh, hornet doesn't keep careful, he he could end up dead."
2: Are these guys a part of the? Uh, I didn't hear anything. Never mind.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say you wouldn't know that to begin with.
2: <laughs> um, plus, you also didn't hear this conversation. Yeah, I've, I realized that. I have zero character knowledge right now.
1: Hold on, wait. Where am I that I'm hearing this and they're not? I think you
3: just, I think you were just paying more attention than we were.
0: Okay. You just happened to catch it when the others were distracted. Plus, like I said, other people were coming into the bar, so it's a little, little noisier. Ooh, also, we are drinking alcohol and she is not.
1: That's true. That's it. That's the perception.
0: A couple minutes later, Ruby, Myra, and Yardak, you all suddenly get texts on your phone. beep, be beep, beep, beep. Myra's is from Agent Kevin Lewis, and Ruby's is from Frank, and Yardex is from Bullard. And they all basically, in their own special way, say, Can I have you
2: come in around 8 o'clock tomorrow morning? Alright guys, I guess we're not gonna have as many as I thought we were tonight.
1: Yeah. Probably a good idea for y'all to stop.
3: I'm gonna text back Frank, sure, what's up?
0: And Frank texts back, it's best that we talk when you get
2: here. Is Bullard back at Union? I thought she was all messed up. No, no, she's back. Oh, okay.
3: Is she back, but, like, has a cane now? Like, one of those?
2: Oh, she got
0: shot in the shoulder.
3: Okay, back, but she's, like, has a sling now?
0: Well, I guess you'll
2: find out when you get there. All right, fancy pants, keep your secrets. Uh, does anyone else send any text messages?
1: Um, I reply saying that I can totally make it.
2: Since I am now, uh, getting friendlier with Miss Bullard, I'll send a text going, 0800 SHARP, see you there. And she just writes back, thank you, Yardak.
3: Well, guys, I guess, uh, not that late of a night, after all.
2: Foiled once again by Union.
3: <laughs> what time is it?
2: It's around 10 p.m.
3: Okay. I guess we could probably ha- each have another drink, and then we probably should get some rest if we're gonna be up by 8.
0: And Ruth actually looks up and says, I actually have off tomorrow. Looks like you're the only one, Ruth. <laughs> uh, I was saying, she looks at you, Yardak, and says, well, I mean, if you want to drink a couple more, I can. I can drive you back to the
2: docks. Yeah, but I'd rather not be any kind of hungover. Cause who knows what they have in store at Union? First, it's a Hollow Knight, then it's zombies. Y- you never know.
3: What were their zombies?
2: Nazi zombies.
3: Were they really, zombies? I thought they were just Nazis.
0: All right, there was Nazis that you guys fought in the Horns, but there was zombies that they all fought on the West Coast when they all left town. Okay, so it's still it's still canon. Yeah. You fought Nazis, they fought zombies. I okay. Was, like,
3: trying to, like, figure out how I forgot about us fighting zombies.
0: Yes, zombies are canon in this world, but you have not fought them. Okay. Yet. Mm. Hey, everybody. So, no regular ad this week. This is gonna be me, uh, asking you to help the show out more directly. See, there's this directory called Podchaser- which allows users to leave ratings of podcasts. If you love the show, I'd really like to ask you to leave us a review on there. The review is a great way to help others find us, and that feedback helps us know what you like or don't like. So that is podchaser.com, search for Masks and Mayhem, or you can find a link in the show notes to this episode on masksandmayhem.com. Well, thanks. Now let's get back to the show. Okay, so what do you do next? I'm going to get
3: one more uh, whiskey sour, and then uh, ask Austin to close my tab
0: out. Yeah, there's a couple other people at the bar, and he's kind of making drinks, so he's definitely not able to, like, come over right now.
3: Okay, so I go up to the bar and go, one more whiskey sour, and then I'm going to need you to close me
0: out. Oh, you sure? All right, yeah, give me a moment. thought you guys were having a big night on the town.
3: I think we're all a little more tired than we thought.
2: Fair enough. Crap, I'm not there. Never mind, I can't do any kind of in-character thing. Ooh, no, I'm going to walk up because i want to close out my tab as well i want to uh kind of nudge ruby and be like because if like people are in here and they're talking about the mob and whatnot having him as a contact would be a good thing
3: i
1: ah.
2: like i don't know, like start like a rapport so i walk up as you're saying this and go yeah when you get the call from the boss lady you gotta go Ugh, wait no hold on. i'm trying to like entice him into a conversation about work and then kinda like make him like interested in us.
3: Just to be clear, oh, I he does not know that I work at for union at all.
2: No, no. That's why I like I want him to be interested, but he doesn't know what we do. So I'm trying to like
3: I mean he can know something about what you do. You're like an ambassador.
2: Oh. I forget people know me. Well what do you say when you walk up? This time since I know that he knows who I am at least. Can I roll for that? Like, to, to see, like, if I saw him recognize me? You can make an insight roll if you'd want. Okay. I just want to, like, make this conversation easy as I can on myself. Oh, plus, that's a 23.
0: You definitely saw, like, a, a brief look of recognition. He, a, like, he definitely, like, took you in for a moment as, like, oh, I've definitely seen you before.
2: But he wasn't, like, he didn't like, go, like, oh my gosh, I know who this is. Okay, so at least, as long as he knows who I am, I can, I just want to, like, plant the seed in his mind. I walk up as Ruby is talking about how it's going to be an early night for us, and I motion to him, and I say, Yeah, we got the call from the boss lady, and we have to be in early tomorrow, so that kind of puts a kink in our plans this evening. He's kind of, like, ringing
0: out the register and stuff, and he goes, Ruby, I didn't know you made uh, such bigwig friends. Oh
3: uh, yeah, we just met, um, she's not stuttering like this, Rachel just is trying to remember how exactly she... We, I met Yardak when we got sent to space, right?
0: Yeah, I was going to say, do you want to tell that story?
3: Yeah, I met Yardak at a...
2: At a work thing.
3: At a space <laughs> cadet convention. At a space cadet thing. He was uh trying trying to learn more about our uh Our culture? <laughs> our culture? do, do I, I I need to roll for lying don't no
2: I, I love yeah this. you're
0: gonna need to roll first off you're gonna need to roll for deception yeah if that's your actual response
3: yeah I'm gonna say I was like we met in like at space cadet convention because I was like I don't know how to tell him why I went to space <laughs> Tr- trying to get him a little bit more into it that part's not a lie I am trying to get everyone into it 21 thank God I actually had a lot in deception.
0: And he goes, oh, really? So, uh, Yardak, from what you discovered, you, uh, you're an original series guy, a return guy, one of the later shows? Return for sure. All right, all right, that's everyone's favorite usually, but you never know. And he rings out your till.
3: When he turns around to do the best with the cash register, I'm just gonna mouth thank you to Yardak.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, a
2: lot, lot going on with that space cadet. What kind of work do you do, Mr. Ambassador? Is Union, like, a known thing in the world, or are they, like, an underground government agency thing?
0: The exact nature of what they do is, like, not super, like, it is known that they do stuff with superhumans.
2: Okay, so, like, I can at least, like, let him know that I work for Union. I need to reiterate this, because you seem to forget this. You don't work for Union.
3: You work with Union.
2: Alright, alright, alright.
3: I just, you could just be like, you're doing some work with Union, because, you know, they're a government organization and you're an ambassador.
2: Actually, Austin, I am doing some work with Union right now, trying to make some bridges between uh, the Atlanteans and the human world. Oh, that's pretty cool. Because, I mean, he knows I'm an Atlantean, right? Yes, that's common knowledge. Okay, good. Yeah,
3: I think it's also, from what I understand, like, obvious when you see him, right?
2: Depending on what I'm wearing slash, like, how I'm, like, facing, you really can't see it. Okay. But, I mean, I
0: presume that you're wearing your normal Atlantean outfit right now. Yeah. And he just kind of nods and goes, that's cool when he hands you your change.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, I mean, I guess it pays the bills. And by pays the bills, I mean, I don't have any bills because Atlanteans don't have an economic system like you people have here.
0: I'm gonna have to correct you on that because in the adventure in Atlantis,
2: there was definitely, like, shops. Oh, damn.
3: Oh, my God, this really is like Star Trek. There, it's, The joke is, there's no money until there is. So I said not, like,
2: here. We barter. Oh, okay. He's like, yeah? Anybody, uh, a lot of people falling on hardship around there? Uh, not as many as you would expect. We respect the ocean, and the ocean respects us in return. So as long as we do our part to live harmoniously, we get what we need to survive.
0: I dig that. I dig that a lot. All right, Ruby. And he hands you your whiskey sour. You said you're cashing out, right? Yep. All right, cool. And he spins around and he types a few more things into the cash register and says, Second one's on me.
3: Oh, well, thanks. I make sure to leave a good tip.
0: Do you leave it on the bar or like in the tip jar or?
3: Uh, I put it in the, in the tip jar.
0: Myra, what are you and Ruth Day doing while they're at the bar?
1: Because I'm not drinking, so.
0: And neither is she.
3: Um, you because know, I assume it costs a little, I'm going to put uh, Myra's mocktail on my tab. Oh, that's sweet.
1: I don't know what Ruth and I are doing. We're just catching up.
0: Okay. What are you asking her about?
1: How's, like, the multiple jobs treating you?
0: It's going pretty well. I've got almost one of my student loans paid down, and then I'm going to keep at that one job for a little while so I can, like, snowball that into the second loan. And I think probably by the end of the year I might be out from under it.
1: That sounds like a great timeline to get rid of one. How many do you have, though?
0: No, yeah, I'm hoping by, like, this time next year I might have them all paid off. Oh, sweet. Trying to make time for Yardak and, and his little project, but it's hard to prioritize that, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I
3: get it. Are you not paying
1: her, Yardak? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is is Yardak paying you for your time?
2: I I give her whatever Union gives me because I have no need for I'm it.
1: I'm talking to Ruth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, he, he. you know, like when it first started, it was a problem. But like, I don't know. I enjoy a good puzzle. So like, I'm kind of invested now at this point.
3: Oh, okay. Yardak, you should be paying her.
0: I want to reiterate this. Union wouldn't give Yardak any money because Yardak doesn't work for Union.
3: (laughs) I'm not saying that Union should be paying Yardak. I'm saying Yardak should be paying Ruth.
2: (laughs) Labor has value. I don't know what to say.
3: Wouldn't Yardak get money
1: from Atlantis?
2: I sell Atlantean trinkets on Etsy and... (laughs) Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Alright. First off, shut the fuck up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, no, it's, it's really interesting. I think we're really starting to make some headway, and we're going to figure out, like, I'm getting tired of all these, like, billionaires thinking they can do whatever they want with no consequences. He's not asking too much of me.
2: Yeah, just some corporate espionage. What
0: about what about you, Myra? How's, uh, I remember you have a, a brother, right?
1: Yeah, I have a younger brother. He works at RCI um, for their storage department, and I have an older sister who, she's doing her own thing somewhere. We talk occasionally.
0: Wait, did you say RCI? Yeah, why? Oh, I, uh, I I worked there for a little bit myself. Before I got the, the security job with the convention center, you know, I was that was more of a temp gig, but before that I was at RCI for a little bit.
1: Oh, wow, what'd you think of it?
0: Nice, you know, there's so much, like, walled-off stuff between the different divisions, it felt kind of shady, so I was kind of happy to get out of there eventually.
1: I, see, I get that feeling, too, that I don't want to say anything to Mo because he works there. Wow, now I have some stuff to consider.
0: You know, it wasn't like I saw somebody laundering money or, like, you know.
1: Right. But it's that vibe. You got you got a vibe, and I got the same vibe, so that must mean something.
0: Yeah. But, yeah, you know, I worked there for, like, I think for, like, a year.
1: What a crazy coincidence.
0: Yeah, small world.
1: hmm
0: Ruth Day checks her watch, and she goes, Yardak, are you going to want to ride back? Because I think I'm going to have to start heading home.
2: Uh, yeah, that should be really great. Thanks, Ruth. Are you splitting up for the night, then, or...?
3: I think so. I'm gonna make the dangerous, like, path across the street. <laughs> okay. When I get home, is Bethany still awake?
0: When you get home, Ru- Ruby, uh, Bethany is sitting in the living room, just like, uh, watching like a Christmas time movie.
3: Hey, uh, Bethany, h- how was your night?
0: Oh, hey, hey, Ruby. Um, I guess you're home quicker than I expected. Calling it a day.
3: Yeah, I got a. Call them to go into Union at, like, 8 in the morning,
0: so I figured I shouldn't get drunk. Yeah, that's that's probably a good call, and, uh, and Bethany checks her phone, she goes, Yeah, you know what, I think I'm gonna call it an early night. I- I want to get started editing in the morning. Uh, do you think you're gonna be, like, super long with this whole Union thing?
3: I have no idea. They wouldn't tell me what it was about, like, over the phone.
0: Okay, well, uh, yeah, I think if we just keep plugging along at it, though, we're gonna- I think it's really coming along.
3: Yeah, I do too. I'm really impressed with the progress we've been able to make, especially after that one incident.
0: And just, ugh. The lost day. <laughs> the lost day. It haunts me. Alright, I'm going to bed. Good night, Ruby.
3: Good night.
0: Bright and early the next morning, on a frigid January morning. There's not too much snow on the ground, because it hasn't really snowed recently, but it's still like icy out and just you can see your breath and it's pretty awful
3: i have a very thick coat on because ruby is from texas and is not used to this
2: Yardak is perfectly fine because the bottom of the ocean is quite cold
3: i'm gonna assume that
1: myra is just generally warmer than most people
2: i was gonna
0: say because like i imagine i imagine all the running if nothing else keeps you warmer but like do you wear cold weather clothes
1: yeah, like what, it's you said it's snowing?
0: No no no, it's uh it's just like really cold out, it hasn't snowed in a little while, but we're talking like in the thirties.
1: Oh, well I'm definitely at least wearing a hoodie.
0: Okay. And so you all arrive roughly the same time to Union Echo Base, which is on the uh
3: I'm assuming my van has like no heat, so I like am rushing in there like must get to warmth, must get to warmth. <laughs>
0: So yeah, you get into the little security entranceway, you know, with the stone column pillars leading into the foyer. All of these people individually asked you to meet with them. They didn't, like, say, like, to meet in, like, the conference room or anything like that. So are you all splitting up?
3: I guess I'm just gonna go to the engineering thing, and I will, well, I guess we all get there at the same time. So I was like, okay, I guess I need to go see Frank. Good luck with whatever they wanted you to talk to you about. (laughs) You know? Okay, so I guess we split. Ruby makes her way over to the engineering area where she assumes Frank is.
0: So you get to the doors, of course, you are not, like, you don't have, like, a security badge or anything like that.
3: Yeah, so I guess a knock.
0: Okay, and all of a sudden the hydraulic hiss comes out, and a little steam, and the door slides open for you. And you go into the engineering bay, and it is cleaner than you've ever seen it before. Weird. All of the tables are set up with their own individual chairs- And all of the cabinets are, like, all stocked, neatly piled and everything. It's looking great. And Frank is just kind of rolling a few things around, moving them to, like, different spots in the room. You also notice that, like, all of the prototype stuff is either in cases or, like, otherwise not seen. Hey, Ruby, good to see you. Yeah, good to see you, too. What happened here? What do you mean? It looks clean. And he kind of points at you and says, I don't appreciate that.
3: Look, I I just assumed you worked better in uh, organized clutter.
0: And he runs his hand through his hair. He goes, "Yeah, yeah, you know, that's uh, I'm, I'm a bit of a controlled mess around here. Mm-hmm. That's why I wanted to call you in. I'm I'm heading out. They've got me doing some audits, some checks on the other bases. They want me checking in. Some of them are trying to install their own, you know, holographic hazard intensity chambers. So I'm gonna I'm gonna be gone for a while. I don't know I don't know when I'm gonna be back.
3: Okay, um." Well, I'll miss you while you're gone. You're fun to check in with.
0: Yeah, I'll miss you too, kid. I just, uh... <laughs> no, I just wanted to kind of give you a heads up, because I think... I think there's gonna be some major changes around here. And, uh, I just, uh, I don't know what it's gonna be like, whether that's, uh, what that's gonna mean for you guys.
3: Okay, well, thanks for the heads up.
0: You be careful out there, alright?
3: Thanks. Do you, uh, know why Myra and Yardak got called in today, too?
0: And his eyes go big, and he says, Oh. Not specifics. huh? And it's at that moment that we cut up to you, Yardak. Cool.
2: Betsy's office is up the stairs, right? Down the hall? Right. You follow the stairs and it's in the very back. It's on the opposite wing from where Dr. Alvarado's office is. So I walk up to Betsy's door and I give a couple quick raps on the doorframe. Come in. Hey, Betsy. uh, What's going on? Yardak. Thank you for uh, coming in. Can you have a seat for me? Uh, Yeah,
0: sure. Uh, What's up? Well, give me one moment. Okay. Okay. And she hits a buzzer on her desk. Can I have uh, Ramos to Bullard's office? Ramos to Bullard's office, please.
2: Ramos?
0: Yardak, I, uh, you've worked with Union for a little while now. It's been a bit of an unusual relationship. There's going to be some changes coming around here, and I wanted to give you a bit of a heads up. Oh? Yeah, give me just one moment. And about, like, 20 seconds later, someone enters the door. And he's a broad-shouldered man. He's wearing more of a sleek, regular Union uniform. Closer to what Bullard wears, but still not not quite exactly the same. It's a little more tactical looking. He's a bit of a square jawed man with a with a big burly mustache.
2: Big burly mustache. <laughs> I'm picturing
0: Burt Reynolds. Very Burt Reynolds, actually. Like Burt Reynolds, but with like a, a crew cut. Okay. Bullard gestures and goes, Yardak. I'd like you to meet Union Deputy Director Zachary Ramos. Deputy
2: Director. The man goes to shake your hand, Yardak. I'll. Give him a bit of a, an appraising look and shake his hand. Uh, and it's a very strong grip. Mr. Ambassador, it's a pleasure to meet you. Uh, I would say the same if I knew you, but I feel like I'm about to.
0: Bullard cracks a bit of a grin. Ramos has been Union's deputy director for a little while now. He, um, i say he's mostly been handling the
2: management of the other bases,
0: but, well, how about we all have a seat? Anybody want anything to drink?
2: Uh, I guess I'll take a glass of water. I feel like uh, this might be a lengthy discussion. And Ramos just goes, no, ma'am. She pours herself a bit of rum, pours you a glass of water. A bit of rum. Okay, it's one of those conversations.
0: She takes a sip of her drink and puts it on the table. Yardak, there's been a lot going on with Union. I've been struggling to keep a lot of this all together between our little excursion and conflict with Tristan Wagner and, uh, well, many of the other incidents that have been taking place. Well, I've been talking with robin markovic and he thinks it's important that i well that i kind of keep my eye on the prize and start uh inspecting the other bases and making sure all of them are up to snuff i've been placing a lot of focus here at riverside and i've kind of let some other things slip aside and to put it frankly ramos is going to be in charge around here for a while while i'm handling some of my other necessary tasks
2: why couldn't ramos just go in your stead to the other places if uh everything's going down here in riverside
0: well, I mean, there's just as much happening at the other bases, and that's really the the key here, is that Markovic wants me to make sure that I'm keeping everyone at tip-top shape. You know, I can't just
2: be putting all of my focus at one base. I was going to try to persuade her to see if there was anything that she could tell me about, like, what's, like, if there was, like, one thing that, like, spawned this whole leaving thing. What are you? What are you trying to do? I want to persuade her to tell me... Um, like, what's going on, like, like, what made, because, like, if things are happening, like, what's the, like, the root cause of the shakeup, other than this Markovic guy? I mean, you've met Markovic, just a reminder. Well, we met him he, with he's the, the werewolf guy, right?
0: No, I mean, he was mentioned in that episode, but no, he's the guy that you met when you first met Betsy, that he he's the one who, who funds
2: Union. Gosh, is he a good guy, or is he, like, a... A neutral guy. I mean, he didn't give you any reason to believe he's a bad guy? No, but I don't know. The name Markovic. I don't know why. It gives me negative vibes. Wow, that's Russian uh, bias, I guess. I didn't even realize it was Russian, but okay.
3: There's there's a lot going on with Russia right now.
0: And also, you can roll an intelligence check if you want to see how much you know about Markovic. But Okay, yeah,
2: it's happening. Ooh, that's a good one uh 24
0: i mean yeah you're familiar with markovic you know he's the head person who funds union to keep it independent from other nations uh you know that he made a lot of his money in software and you know that he grew up in america but his family's from russia that's like you know kind of rather public knowledge
2: kind of stuff so okay nothing to like make the spidey senses go off no no uh are you still trying to roll persuasion on betsy though yeah it was oh i forget what it was what did i say it was I don't think you did. Oh, crap. Hold on one sec. 19. All right, so how do you phrase this? So, Betsy, I mean, I get that it's your job at all, and you do have to touch base with the other locations every now and again, but uh, is there any root cause for the sudden departure here and someone taking your place?
0: No, it's not so much that. It's that I want to give more focus to the other places that are – I mean, all of these bases are equally – my responsibility. And, and for the past, I mean, we're coming up on eight months, I've spent almost the entire time in Riverside. And I've just been giving this a bit of undue focus. And I want to make sure that I'm doing my
2: responsibility union. And I feel that Ramos is more than capable of handling the task. Gotcha, gotcha. Not undermining Ramos in any way. Just didn't know if uh, there was anything that we should be worried about. No, no, you'll be in perfectly good hands. And Ramos looks up, ma'am, I I—I uh,
0: know that I was making introductions, but I did have some paperwork I was finishing in my office. What I able to get back to that yes ramos do what you have to do Ooh, a very by the book sort of fella and ramos looks towards you and goes mr ambassador pleasure to meet you and give him one of those quick little two-finger salutes as he walks out and he doesn't like frown or anything but he's just a very steady-faced person like he's he's like you said by the books is a very he doesn't
2: know what joy is <laughs> i don't think he's a soulless monster i just think you, you can you don't have to be a soulless monster to not know what joy is i mean we've all been fourteen So he turns on his heel and walks out the door, closing it behind him. Well, I mean, I I guess good luck, Betsy. And uh, if there's ever any other fancy parties, you know who to bring as your plus one.
0: I think you also know who to bring as your plus one. Oh, you know it. And she just, uh, she takes another sip of her drink and just says, I will say, Yardak, it's going to be a little different with Ramos in charge here. Oh, and uh, what way? I kind of allow uh, the heads of the bases to run things their own way. You know, I obviously have final say in a lot of things, but for the most part, especially with unofficial union members, he tends to be a bit more hands-off than we do. So, I trust that you're able to handle yourself, and between you and I, I haven't said anything up until now because, you know, this is your prerogative, but I do know you've been looking into Wagner. Yeah. You know, we'll have your back, but the upper crust, they tend to step on people that try
2: and come after them. So no union behind me uh, during this Wagner investigation, you're saying?
0: Like I said, Ramos is fairly hands-off. He typically lets people handle themselves unless absolutely necessary.
2: Okay, I can see how that could work in my favor and to be a bit of a hindrance. So we'll have to see what happens.
0: And she kind of raises her glass to yours. Duh, clink. Good luck out there, Yarek.
2: Right back at you, Bullard.
0: This week's Intel Drop was brought to you by Pope Brendan Brownson. Ethan Sharp, better known as Arbalist, is a hero with a complicated backstory, or should I say, future story. He comes from 30 years in the future, living in the aftermath of an alien invasion that has decimated humanity, starting by disabling all electricity. An Olympic archer, Sharp was able to use guerrilla tactics and a specially designed wrist-mounted bow as part of humanity's lingering resistance force. Things looked grim, but then a new combatant helped turn the tide. When the crafter, a hero from our own time, is thrown into this future, the two teamed up for one last shot. They eventually defeated the invader's mothership and the crafter was able to generate a portal to return home. Sharp was caught in its wake and found himself stuck in our time. Now he acts as both a hero and a prophet. He looks to the stars, knowing what's coming and trying to figure out how to stop it. This intel drop was brought to you by Pope Brandon Brownson. Looking for someone on YouTube to make you laugh, plus someone who creates original music and cool remixes? Well, the Pope of the Internet has you covered. You can find a link to their channel at masksandmayhem.com slash support. And then Myra.
1: Yes, okay, so I'm with, um, what's his name, again? <laughs> Kevin Lewis!
0: Well, I mean, you haven't you haven't gone anywhere.
1: Wait, so I'm just standing in the lobby while all that happened?
0: <laughs> I mean, this is all pretty much happening simultaneously.
1: Okay, so I went to Agent Kevin Lewis. To find out what the text was about.
0: Okay. So you walk up to his office, which is on the same floor, but not really near uh, Bullard's. Mm-hmm. It's a big glass door, so he can kind of like look out and see you. Okay. Uh, also, are you wearing-
1: I was going to say, yeah, I changed into it to come to.
0: So yeah, when he looks up, you know, the purple and teal catches his eye and he kind of waves you in.
1: Hey, Agent Lewis, what's this about?
0: Well, I just wanted to sit down and have a discussion with you, Myra, about mm-hmm. how your training's going. Okay. How have you been feeling these past couple months?
1: Um, I've been feeling great. I'm really excited to get out there on the field and and get to work.
0: All right. Excellent. Excellent. And you feel that you're, you know, I know obviously you've had some field experience now, but you're feeling confident in your abilities uh, to be, you know, out in the field, sometimes on your own.
1: Yeah, I think so. I'm, I'm only getting better, so.
0: Myra, make a roll for me.
1: Okay. All right. Am I adding something to it? Nope. Okay. It's 18.
0: Alright. Lewis looks at you and says, you know, I am I wanted to call you in this morning because I know you're going to hear about it sooner rather than later. There's big changes going down around here, Myra. I know that Agent Rickard's out on his mission scouring the country right now, so we haven't seen him in a little while. Okay. Well, Bullard and Dunlap are going to be heading out to do some auditing for the other bases, kind of start checking out on them. So, Bullard has a replacement coming in. Frank, uh, Probably just going to have one of the other engineers handle things for now. But it's just going to be a bit of a shake-up around here, leadership-wise. Okay. And on a similar note, they're reassigning Gemini to a West Coast base for a little while.
1: Oh, man. That's a bummer.
0: I know you two have been working together really well. Yeah. They're actually going to have Gemini doing some training for some of the other recruits out on the West Coast.
1: I mean, I guess that's good. They... they- Deserve the best.
2: Breaking up the dream team.
1: Yeah, worth it.
2: For now,
0: I'm going to be stationed here, although they have me. I'm in contact with Rickard right now. I might have to pop away to help him with his mission at some point.
1: Oh, wow. That's like everybody.
0: I mean, we have a lot of the field agents here, but that's why I'm just saying that in terms of leadership, in terms of especially the the people you've been specifically working with, I know it's a bit of a change-up, and I wanted to give you a heads-up about it.
1: Okay, well, I appreciate that.
0: But I just also think it's important that you know... Actually make a an intellect role.
1: Ten. I don't have intellect, apparently, so...
0: Okay, so you've never met him then. Ramos, Zachary Ramos, is the deputy director for Union, and he's going to be taking Bullard's place after she leaves. And he's... Between you and me, he's a bit of a hard-ass.
1: Okay. <laughs> Noted.
0: I just know he's also going to expect a lot out of you. Especially as a new recruit, he's going to be... Pushing you, probably sending you on more missions. He's going to expect you to be able to do more missions on your own. Okay. And so I just need you to be prepared for that. Alright. Bullard and I have a very close relationship, but Ramanas and I are a little... Opposed? We have some tension.
1: Okay. That doesn't sound very good.
0: I just can't be as candid with him as I can be with Bullard.
1: Okay, that makes sense.
0: And so I may not be able to vouch for you in the same way. Oh, Ouch. But I just want to make sure you're feeling ready to hold your own.
1: Okay, yeah, no, I definitely will be.
0: Alright, good. That was really the big thing. The the announcement's going to be coming later today, you'll get an email about it. Just wanted to kind of catch you and talk to you about it in person. Okay. So don't worry, I'll still be here.
1: Alright. Is there anything
0: else? Nope, that's everything. Okay. Good talking to you, Hyperact. (laughs)
1: <laughs>
0: and that's actually the first time he's ever used your code name.
1: Yeah, and that was my that was Myra's genuine reaction. Like she just turns into a gigantic smile and doesn't know what to do with her hands.
2: Are you an anime character? Basically, I'm picturing like it's like when they have the eyeballs and they're like shaky and watery. And then there's just, like a bunch of flashing lights going behind you. Lol, Me. All right, so
0: you all actually ended your meetings very similar times as well. Okay. Ooh, so the
2: gang reconvenes at the top of the stairs. Yeah. So you guys can tell me how that goes. So guys, I know what my meeting was about. What was going on with you two?
3: Frank wanted uh, to tell me that he'd be, him and other people would be like heading out for a
0: while.
2: Yeah, same here. Board is flying the coop. It's always chicken references with Yardak, is it? What other chicken references have I made?
0: Yeah, that's like the third chicken reference you've made in like out of different episodes.
1: Yardak likes chicken. Which is interesting as a person from the sea.
0: Yeah, in fact, actually, I think when when you and Bullard went on your adventure, you said,
2: ah, in the coop, like, (laughs) did I? Who am I?
1: I think Dan is learning things about himself as a person right now.
2: Jeez.
3: I feel like Yardak watched some TV show where someone made these references, and he thinks that this is a normal thing to do.
2: I feel like all I did was, like, see, like, an episode of, like, Green Acres. Yeah, I was going to say Angry Beavers, but I meant Leave it to Beaver.
0: (laughs) Yeah, basically, like, you just saw, like, a show- you saw, like, the Andy Griffiths show, Green Acres.
3: Oh, I wanted to do, like, the Andy Griffiths theme song, but I can't whistle.
0: But also copyright. So, Myra, you were going to say about your meeting?
1: Um, I was going to say, I think we basically all had the same meeting with our- with our agents.
3: Yeah, Eh, it's gonna be weird with everyone leaving.
1: Yeah, I'm a bit nervous, but- we're pretty great, so I think we can handle it. Yeah. Gemini's also leaving.
3: Oh,
0: that's too bad. She's really cool.
1: I know. She's my favorite person. Yeah, you guys were such good
0: friends. Are good friends. Isn't that kind of mean, though, to say to the people that you've hung out with more <laughs> that she is your favorite specifically?
2: I was letting it go. Shame.
1: But, I mean, she's so cool that I'm pretty sure that everyone understands. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's like Ruth Day. But yeah, uh, back in character, I want to say, um, yeah, like, some change is good, but this is a lot of change at one time, and that's a little worrisome. But, I mean, as long as we have each other's back, no matter what happens with Union, we can take care of it.
1: Yeah, definitely. Agreed.
2: And it's around that time that actually, uh, only you've
0: met him, Yardak, but Zachary Ramos strolls out from his office and sees the
2: three of you and walks up. Uh, I'll make, I guess, introductions going, uh... Myra, Ruby, this is the new head honcho. This is Zachary Ramos. Thank you, Mr. Ambassador.
0: And he goes to introduce himself to you, Ruby. Deputy Director Zachary Ramos, nice to meet you.
3: Nice to meet you. I'm Ruby Lawson.
0: Yes, Ms. Lawson. I have seen your file. I have uh, seen that you have been an asset for Union on occasion here.
3: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: And then he turns to you, Myra. Miss Hassan, nice to meet you.
1: Nice to meet you too, Mr. Ramos.
0: How have you been feeling, Recruit?
1: Uh, pretty good. Pretty excited to get to work.
0: Excellent. I run a pretty tight ship, so I will expect to see you bright and early tomorrow.
1: I'll do my best. I'll be there.
0: Excellent. If you'll excuse me, I have some important paperwork to attend to. Alright. He actually gives you a salute, Myra.
1: Oh! I guess I salute back. That's what you do, right?
2: Yeah, that It's that is, that is recommended you return the salute. Yeah. Well, fuck me, I guess. <laughs> I saluted him earlier. Whatever. That was like a little playful salute you said. Yeah, but I mean, I still acknowledged his position. i am imagined him doing the full salute with
3: like also bringing like his feet together.
0: It's exactly like that. All right, Ramos. And then he breaks the salute and strides away. Uh, he actually is heading down
2: the stairs, though.
3: I didn't realize people were supposed to salute in Union.
2: I mean, I guess it's like a government thing.
3: Yeah. That, that, that that's ruby ruby just says that i did not realize that people were supposed to salute here did you guys no
1: i didn't know i just did it because he did it
3: yeah no i understand i understand that
0: was that uh, ruby tempted to like also salute don't you salute him
3: no because she's not in union
2: okay i just wondered he's pulling a bullard he's getting off on the wrong foot all right so after ramos strolls off what do you guys do I guess if there's no emergency like we thought there was, maybe we can go back and finish those drinks.
0: Yeah, I agree.
2: Sure. All right, I just want to point out that it's like nine in the morning. Oh. Well, you know, alcohol waits for no man. Mimosas,
1: guys!
2: Mimosas.
1: I'm not going to drink, you guys are... Or... We'll get mimosas, you can
0: just have orange juice, it'll
3: be
1: fine. I will, I will judge you for doing it at 9 a.m.
0: Are you eating in the Union mess hall, or... Yeah, let's just grab a bite. You stroll on down there, and you actually see uh, Gemini is down there having, like, two plates in front of her.
3: Hi, Gemini!
0: And she's, like, in, the, in mid-bite when you say that, so she just goes, Hi, guys! And, like, waves.
1: <laughs> so, I heard some stuff.
0: And she, like, swallows, and she goes, Yeah, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm heading out, I think, mostly to the west coast. I wasn't really paying too much attention when Lewis was talking. Well, <laughs> I'm gonna
1: miss you.
2: Hey, I'm gonna miss you too, buddy. It's I'll be back, don't worry. I mean, and how long would it take her to run out to the West Coast? Yeah, anyway, you can, you can come visit me, like, every day.
1: That's fair. I didn't think about that.
0: But then she gets all serious and puts her finger up like a mustache as soon as you finish your training, of course.
3: Yeah, that guy seems strict.
0: Yeah, Ramos is a bit of a jag-off, but, you know, whatever.
1: <laughs> I take it you're not intimidated?
0: No, no, he was, uh, I- I've worked with him before, I mean... Like I said, he's a bit of a tightwad, but good guy from what I can understand. Okay, if you say so. He's just wound a little tighter than most, I think. Maybe we can loosen him up. Yeah, who knows? Look what you did to Lewis. Guy had quite the stick up his butt when you first met him, and now he's all like... Alright, chill isn't the right word, but he's, like, better.
1: Yeah, okay. There's been some improvement.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, you gave the Tin Man a heart. Ah. So yeah, I'm just, uh, scarfing this down. I'm actually gonna be catching my plane... Uh, and she looks down at her phone. Ah, uh, my plane's in like twenty minutes.
1: Uh, do you want me to run you to the airport? I I think the plane is leaving from the base, Myra.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. we I've got a I've got a vulture craft prepped upstairs to take me out.
1: Okay, that makes way more sense as to why you're still here.
0: I want to get a good couple meals in because I don't know, man. The, the food at this one is way better than any other ones. If I had to say anything, I think Frank did that. I think Frank's the one who's
2: uh, really pushed for that. Good job, Frank. Frank's the best. Ooh, also Gemini has already been to the other bases. Because she's that cool. Well, she's also been with
0: Union for multiple years now.
1: Myra's basically a fangirl of Gemini, and that's why Myra can't think of her like someone who's like as important as director Bullard or whatever, because it's like this completely separate thing, you know? Right. Yeah.
2: Go home. She has Gemini posters on her door.
3: Does Myra stand Gemini? For sure. Yeah. Yes.
2: Is this is a Gemini Stan Club, you get in or you get out.
3: I mean I'm in. Gemini's great. That's that's one thing
1: that Myra and I have in common. Like the people that we stan, they like know that we exist.
0: You all are really invested in this pixie stick eating copycat. Yes. So Gemini clears her plate. So what are you guys up to today?
2: Uh really just the meetings. Uh, now that those are done, uh, who knows?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. We're winging it.
0: Fun. Alright, uh, and she checks her phone again. Alright, that's the second text I've got asking me to get upstairs.
1: Oh, well, have a good training other people on the West Coast thing.
0: And she goes to fist bump you?
1: Okay, and I obviously fist bump back.
0: Don't worry, I'll be back soon enough. Just, uh, you know, stay out of trouble and you'll be fine.
3: See you sooner rather than later, hopefully.
0: Yeah. Well, she goes to fist bump you too, Ruby.
3: I fist bump back.
0: And you feel that familiar tingle of the power copying? Have fun. I always enjoy a good magic trick.
2: She's gonna put the plan in a box.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No leaving. She waves her hand in front of her face, and on the first wave, her head disappears, and on the second wave, it reappears.
3: Yes, my powers can be quite fun.
0: It's movie magic, guys.
3: I mean, that's how I use it.
0: And she kind of, like, elbows you a little bit, like, yeah, you got it, you got it. All right, guys. See you later.
3: Bye. Bye.
2: Adios, Gemini. And she runs upstairs.
3: I didn't know you knew Spanish, Yardek.
0: <laughs> all right. And so you guys are all going to get some food together? Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, what are you eating? This is always interesting. Food. Fish and chips. Interesting.
3: I got some... I got a tuna sandwich.
0: <gasps> You just said you had fish.
3: Yeah,
1: you just said. <laughs> so you're basically eating Yardak's friends. Yeah. So is Yardak.
2: My favorite thing is to mess with people when they take a bite of fish, go, Jimmy! Good lord.
1: Myra's having mozzarella sticks.
2: Respectable. Hell yeah, mozzarella sticks. So
0: actually, as you're all eating, Ruby, you get a text. Okay.
3: Okay. I also want to point out it's nine in the morning. We're having insane meals for nine in the morning.
0: Yeah, well. Uh, Ruby, your text is from Bethany. Mm-hmm. And it is just a series of, oh my god, oh my god, emergency. Please come home. Please come home.
3: <gasps> okay, I am going to be like, guys, I got it. I think I, I might have to go. I'm going to call her very quickly and be like, are you, is everything okay?
0: Oh god, oh god, oh god. Uh, my, my computer caught on fire. <gasps>
3: Oh my god, are, are you okay?
0: Yeah, yeah, I grabbed the extinguisher, I got it out and Oh god, I'm so glad we replaced that recently
3: Yeah, I will be home as soon as possible Yeah, I have I have to go Uh, wh- One moment, okay guys, apparently my roommate's computer caught on fire and I need to go, like now Yikes, okay, bye Bye, and I, I, I run to my van If you need any water, let me know I think she got it out Thanks, Yardak
2: Always here to help.
3: I've run, and I grab my tuna sandwiches a go. My favorite thing is that you guys yelled
1: that across to each other.
0: Chapter 9. Step Up. Masks and Mayhem uses Mutants and Masterminds 3rd edition by Green Ronin Press. We are not affiliated. The show is written, produced, and had its tab paid off by myself, R.C. Byler. Again, you can find us on Podchaser, the leading way to find new podcasts, If you're enjoying the show, please leave us a review. This week's Intel Drop was brought to you by Pope Brandon Brownson. You can find us on Twitter at Mayhemcast. We'd love to connect with you. Speaking of Twitter, would you like to be included as an NPC on the show? You can have the chance if you tweet some feedback using the hashtag Mayhemcast. Our official art is by Jen Evans, and our branding is by AJ Solomon. Our theme music is by Cloud Road Music. Additional music credits, social media links, blog posts, and episodes can be found on our website at masksandmayhem.com.